Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 9th of September. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Sonal Patel. The world mourns the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. I'm so sorry for their loss. Just, it's just sad. Yeah, she's given us great service for many, many years. I don't know if anybody can fill that void. Across the world, people pay their respects to the only monarch some of them have ever known. She was one of my favourite people in the world, and I will miss her so. As her 12th Canadian Prime Minister... I'm having trouble believing that my last sit-down with her was my last. The Times of London. We bring you a special world briefing today, following the death of Queen Elizabeth II at the age of 96. Buckingham Palace has confirmed that a period of royal mourning will be observed from now until seven days after the Queen's funeral. Her Majesty passed away peacefully at her Scottish estate of Balmoral on Thursday afternoon, surrounded by her four children. Just two days before her death, the Queen had met the new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, and asked her to form a government. Making a statement outside Downing Street, the Prime Minister described the news as devastating and a huge shock to the world. Through thick and thin, Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we needed. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. She has been our longest ever reigning monarch. It's an extraordinary achievement to have presided with such dignity and grace for 70 years. There'll be gun salutes in London later, 96 rounds for her 96 years of life, and flags are flying at half-mast at Buckingham Palace, Downing Street and across the world. Her son, who is now King Charles III, is to travel to London before addressing the nation on Friday evening. He spent last night with the rest of the royal family at Balmoral. Her Majesty's reign began on the 6th of February 1952, when she was just 25 years old. This lifetime promise was made by a 21-year-old Princess Elizabeth in 1947. I can make my solemn act of dedication with the whole empire listening. I should like to make that dedication now. It is very simple. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. In September 2015, she became Britain's longest-serving monarch, having sat on a throne for longer than her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. And in 2022, she became the first monarch in the country's history to celebrate a platinum jubilee. The Queen was the monarch of more than 100 million people from countries including Australia, Jamaica and Canada. 
the Commonwealth of which the Queen was the head will be one of her greatest legacies. Her Majesty's passing comes just a year after the death of the Duke of Edinburgh, her husband of 73 years. When they married in 1947, they were expecting many years together before the crown passed to, as she was then, Princess Elizabeth. But the death of her father, King George VI, five years later, changed their lives and initiated what became the longest reign in British history. Dickie Arbiter worked for the Queen as her press secretary for 12 years. They adored each other, and you could see the two of them together. Their eyes would glint when they looked at each other. And very often they were photographed in the sort of similar poses uh, as they were when they got engaged in 1947. So yes, it was a testament to, to marriage, that marriage can work, but you've got to work at it. And they did. As sovereign, the Queen was head of the UK Armed Forces and was also the wife, mother and grandmother of individuals having served in the military. She joined the women's branch of the British Army, the Auxiliary Territorial Service, during World War II, becoming the first female member of the royal family to serve as a full-time active member of the military. Lord Dannert is the former head of the British Army. When we join our armed forces in this country, we actually swear an oath of allegiance to the sovereign, and in my case, to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. So it's a very personal loss for all of us who have dedicated our lives to serving the sovereign in the best interests of our nation. News of the Queen's death spread quickly across the globe. So here's the thing, the Inflation Reduction Act, including during a press conference at the White House with Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. The United Kingdom is one of our closest allies. And uh, again, our hearts go uh, to the people of the United Kingdom. Prompting the start of tributes and condolences. We are coming on the air with sombre news from Buckingham Palace. Queen Elizabeth II met 13 US presidents, beginning with Dwight D. Eisenhower during her reign. US President Joe Biden first met Her Majesty 40 years ago and described her as more than a monarch. Am I able to write a message? If you would like to, sir. Watched by his wife and the UK ambassador, the president signed the condolence book at the British Embassy in Washington, D.C. I had the opportunity to meet her before she passed, and she was an incredibly gracious and decent woman. And the thoughts and prayers of the American people are with the people of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth in their grief. Former U.S. President Barack Obama said the Queen had captivated the world with a reign defined by grace, elegance and tireless work ethic. World leaders throughout honoured the Queen's deep sense of duty as well as her sense of humour and kindness. Across the world, official meetings like that of the UN Security Council, starting with words of condolence. To the government and people of the United Kingdom. France's Emmanuel Macron led the tributes, remembering a kind-hearted queen who was a friend of France. Chinese President Xi Jinping offered sincere sympathies to the British government and people. Across the Atlantic, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke with emotion. She was one of my favourite people in the world, and I will miss her so. He spoke about the woman he's known since his father, former Prime Minister, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, led the Commonwealth country. As her 12th Canadian Prime Minister, I'm having trouble believing that my last sit-down with her 
was my last. Canada is among the 15 Commonwealth nations the Queen led. Bells tolled 96 times in Sydney. Anthony Albanese, the Prime Minister of Australia, says she was a massive part of the country's history. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said she was woken to the news of the monarch's death by a police officer shining a torch into her bedroom in the early hours to wake her up. I know I speak for all New Zealanders in conveying our deepest sympathy to members of the royal family and condolences to King Charles III on behalf of the government and New Zealanders at this time of enormous loss. News channels across India reporting the Queen's death. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi recalled his meetings with the Queen in a tweet. I will never forget her warmth and kindness, he said. During one of the meetings, she showed me the handkerchief Mahatma Gandhi gifted her on her wedding. I will always cherish that gesture. The Times of London. You're listening to a special world briefing paying tribute to the life of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, who died on Thursday at the age of 96. We look now at what happens next for the country mourning the death of their monarch. Since Thursday afternoon, huge crowds have gathered outside Buckingham Palace. Miles Gon's mother used to work for the Queen. He's made the journey to pay his respects. My mother was very upset, very sad. Um, unfortunately, she's too frail to come down here. So I thought, well, I've got to come down here on her behalf. Um, so she's 79 and, you know, um, not in the best of health. So I thought, well, if she can't do it, then I have to. And um, it's, just, it's just a very sad day. Lights on landmarks across Britain and the world were dimmed on Thursday night as the London Eye and the Eiffel Tower in Paris switched off their lights overnight as a mark of respect. In contrast, the royal colours of purple and silver were shone onto New York's Empire State Building, while Brazil's Christ the Redeemer statue was lit in red, white and blue. The coming days will now follow a plan and protocol that has been in the planning for many years. On Friday, gun salutes will ring out in London and bells will toll across the country. The Prime Minister and senior ministers will attend a public service of remembrance at St Paul's in central London. Normal business in Parliament has been suspended, but MPs and peers will gather from midday to pay tribute to the monarch in a session expected to last until 10 o'clock in the evening. The government's also due to announce details of the funeral, which will be a national holiday. It's expected a ceremony at St James's Palace on Saturday will officially proclaim Charles as king. As the world says goodbye to the Queen, the reality of a new monarch sinks in. Prince Charles immediately becomes King Charles, the King of England. At the moment the Queen died, the throne passed immediately to Charles, the former Prince of Wales. He will be known as King Charles III. That was the first decision of the new king's reign. He could have chosen from any of his four names, Charles, Philip, Arthur, George. At 73, he's the oldest ever to accede to the throne. Historian Matthew Dennison called this moment cataclysmic. It's a change that very few people in this country will have experienced in their lives. Um, and it, it is a cliche to say that the Queen has been you know, the still point, the vortex of modern life for, for, for 70 years, but that's absolutely true. In some quarters, though, there are doubts about the role. Jamaica has signalled it may follow Barbados in ditching royal rule. The accession of King Charles to the British throne has stirred renewed calls from politicians and activists for the former colonies in the Caribbean 
to remove the monarch as their head of state. But the passing of the Queen, obviously, in the, in the Jamaican context, in the context of the Commonwealth, is the end of an era. Dr Sonia Stanley Neal. We will see over the, over the next few years, but I do not expect that he will have the same kind of love as the Queen. We have moved away from the kind of populist energy around members of the royal family. It's expected Charles will be officially proclaimed king on Saturday and for the first time since 1952, the national anthem will be played with the words, God save the king. The Times Daily World Briefing, sport. Now, with how the sporting world is paying tribute to Her Majesty, here's Tom Clayton. England football captain Harry Kane led tributes to the Queen, saying she was an amazing inspiration and will be remembered for her incredible years of service to this country. England women's captain Leah Williamson says Her Majesty was a warm voice amongst times of despair. Messages were also shared by the likes of Olympic champion Samo Farah, golf major champion Sinek Faldo and the former England cricket captain Michael Vaughan. Sports will pause around the United Kingdom today in a mark of respect for the Queen. The English Football League has confirmed no matches will take place today and further meetings will be had regarding the fixtures this weekend. Play was immediately suspended yesterday at the BMW PGA Championship Golf at Wentworth, while England's cricket test match with South Africa will not see any play. Last night, the British Horse Racing Authority announced all meetings today have also been suspended. Further afield, drivers at the Italian Grand Prix will observe a moment of silence before today's first practice session and ahead of Sunday's race. The Queen was also celebrated ahead of the opening NFL game of the season in Los Angeles. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. In recent years, the Queen revealed more of her sense of humour. First at London 2012 when she appeared in a James Bond sketch recorded for the London Olympics opening ceremony. And again this summer at her Platinum Jubilee when Paddington finally found out what the Queen keeps in her handbag, a marmalade sandwich. Happy Jubilee, ma'am. And thank you for everything. That's very kind. Queen Elizabeth II, who was born on the 21st of April 1926, has died on the 8th of September 2022. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 9th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.